It's the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the Transfer Update Show. We're back and I'm delighted to be joined by a guest today. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by Manscaped.com. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and I'm delighted to say that on today's edition of the Transfer Update Show, I'm joined by a brilliant guest. Now, if you are on the Arsenal Twitter sphere, then you will certainly know who this guy is. You'll, I'm sure you'll look forward to, to some of his... Uh, some of his views, some of his uh, insight that he's going to provide us with. And it's been a while, actually, since he's been on the show too long. And I have to hold my hands up. That's been my fault for being so fucking unorganised. But a massive welcome back to the podcast, uh, to the brilliant Chris Davison. How you doing, mate? Hi, Harry. Yeah, not, not too bad. Thank you. Thanks for having me on once again. Yeah, you've been a busy man. That can't be helped. Yeah, too busy. Uh, but there you go. Like we were saying before, shouldn't complain. I shouldn't complain. I'm enjoying no. it. Um Good. Yeah, some bit that we're already getting it in the chat. Jonathan, let the guest be Awar and Parte, and it's the announcement. <laughs> I oh, wish. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> sorry, guys, it's just Chris Davison. <laughs> but Chris, welcome back to the program. As I said, it's been a Excuse while. Me. It's been too long. Delighted to have you back on the show. And as always, we've got plenty to discuss when it comes to Arsenal. We're going to touch on Hussein Awar. We're going to talk about uh, Runar Runarsson, the goalkeeper that Arsenal are said to be replacing Emi Martinez with. We're going to touch on the reports that Sergei Kalasinac could be on his way back to Germany. And we're going to take some of you guys' questions as well. Now, let's start off uh, by getting your thoughts on Hussein Mawar, Chris. Now, we know that this is somebody that Mikel Arteta really admires. We know that he's somebody that Arsenal have been heavily linked with for, for a few weeks now. Um, we're also hearing that an official bid hasn't gone in, but we were told uh, from the Leon side of things that actually Arsenal had made an informal approach uh, a little while back, which involved uh, an offer that would see Matteo Genduzzi go the other way. We know Leon don't want that, and we know that they're sort of asking for a substantial amount of money. Some people are reporting 50 million. Some are reporting mm. 60. First of all, is this a player you'd like to see come to the Arsenal? Oh, absolutely, Harry. I mean, uh, I think just um, if you go on social media, you can see how much the Arsenal fans are excited by these links um, to our And, um, you know, I've seen quite a bit of him um, uh, at Leon. Um, lots of clips, uh, obviously going around doing the rounds at the minute as well. Um, just just showing how skillful he is. Um, a very very talented um, young player, and um, it's an exciting an exciting link uh, as well. You know, and obviously, um, like you just touched on, then there's a few sort of uh, question marks surrounding you know um, where this deal is at um, and what's going to happen for it from here onwards. Um, but, you know, uh, what, one thing we do know is that Arsenal want a, a midfielder. Um, obviously, Thomas Partey as well has been uh, heavily linked. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, we lots of talk about Torreira going um, and uh, obviously El Nenny's future is a question mark around him as well. You know, one thing that we've learned from, from last season um, is that uh, we need creativity from midfield. We need someone to come in to create chances, to score goals as well. Um, and uh, or I would 
probably be that man. He, he can do both. And um, if uh, if you've watched him before, the people watching this right now who have seen him in action will, will be able to say, yes, he, do, he does both. Um, so an exciting link. Um, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed to see, um, you know, if this develops any further, which, you know, the latest coming out, it, it seems as if it, it might well do. Whenever it seems to be a transfer involving Arsenal, it feels as though it takes an age. I mean, we heard mm. the other day that Tottenham wanted Gareth Bale. And then we're hearing today that by Friday, there will be an announcement. That That mm. is kind of, we're talking, about, it feels like with Arsenal, these things just drag on and drag on. Is that actually the case though? Or is it because we're Arsenal fans and because we scrutinise everything and we look at things in such great detail that... You know, to us, it might have been rumbling on for a while, but actually it's not as bad as, as we think. It's probably not as bad as we think, Harry. You know, um, you know as well as I do, that the, uh, the Arsenal fan base can be very impatient sometimes, especially when it comes to transfers. And, you know, look, it's all part of the fun of the transfer window, I guess, especially when you're linked to exciting players. Um, so, uh, look, I think as we sort of uh, found out of the Gabrielle transfer, it had been in the pipeline for weeks and weeks and we were just waiting for something to, you know, finally happen. Um, and I think probably with that one, the complications were and the slowdown was obviously there was a lot of interest in him. Um, and uh, I remember to talking to uh, Francesco uh, Porzio, who works with um, uh, Fabrizio, um, that, you know, there was a lot of interest in the player. So it was a very difficult um, deal to get done. Um, so, you know, there was probably a, a bit of a, a slow one uh, for that for a reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm hoping now, obviously, if we can just try and move a, f a few on as well, the likes of Torreira, Kalasinac, who we're probably going to touch on in a little while, um, amongst a few others, um, you know, then hopefully we can get a couple more bodies in. So it's, it's a bit of, um, you know, a bit of outgoings, a bit of ingoings, things take time and, you know, it's like the domino effect, as they call it, isn't it really? So, um, you know, maybe once Torreira is definitely gone out the door, um, if he does go, then there should be movement on a midfielder, I would imagine. Fingers crossed. And and I've been saying it for a few days now. Look, if we got one of Thomas Partey and Hussein Mawar, I'd be absolutely delighted. I know there are a lot of yeah. Arsenal fans out there that feel like in order for us to really push on and close the gap between ourselves and the top sides, we need to get both. I don't know mm. if that is realistic. I feel like, you know, I, I don't want to be one of those Arsenal fans that is constantly banging on about finance. But you have to also be realistic and you have to also understand the times that we're living in at the moment. And so I, I mm. said right at the start of this whole coronavirus stuff that if Arsenal were a little bit sort of handicapped in this transfer window, if Arsenal did have their hands tied behind their back and... We were more reliant on sales than we usually are when it comes to business. I wasn't going to kick off about it because, you know, I've seen it mm. in my business. I've seen it in my industry where there's been cutbacks. There's been, um, mm. you know, trimming of, of certain things that, you know, were, were normally seen as kind of luxuries. But now you sort of everybody's just cutting back and trying to get their sort of companies and their businesses back on track. And football clubs, I guess, are no different. You know, we're talking about tons of people coming into the stadium on a weekly basis that's all gone and it's not just the match tickets is it it's the merchandise it's the food and drink it's the it's the way it supports the local economy around the club for example so you know imagine all the cafes all the restaurants all the pubs all the bars around the emirates stadium will have been 
massively affected as well. So we've got to sometimes just take a step back and chill out a little bit, I think, when it comes to sort of getting onto the club about spending money. Now, mm. the, the latest reports today, and I think Fabrizio Romano came out with this, was that Awar has told Leon that he wants to go, that he wants to join Arsenal. I, I don't think that was ever going to be a problem, if I'm honest. I feel like Arsenal still have that pull. Arsenal is still a big enough club um, to attract someone from Leon. However, Arsenal need to stump up the cash. And, you know, this is kind of the, the, the bit that we're waiting on to see if that's going to happen. But in order to do that, we know, as you've mentioned, that some players are going to have to go. And Lucas Torreira is a player I want to get your thoughts on because he's been heavily linked with a move away. Um, we understand that Arsenal do not want to loan him out. They want a sale. That is what Arsenal are looking for. Um, some of the figures that have been banded around is, you know, we heard 24 million euro from Torino, which was going to be paid mm. in two installments. First of all, your thoughts on Lucas Torreira. Are we doing the right thing moving him on, given the ways Arsenal career has gone to date? I'd say what I would say, Ari, is I'd say we're definitely doing the right thing if we're going to bring in someone like Thomas Partey. Because the thing with Torreira is, is that he is that defensive midfielder that, you know, obviously, well, when he signed, we thought we'd been crying out for for a long time. When he joined, he was absolutely fantastic, especially in that first season. And under Unai Emery, and, um, you know, I lost count of how many times he got man the match. He was like quickly becoming a fan favourite. And rightly so. He was performing absolutely incredibly. Um, and then obviously he's had a few injury problems and he has struggled since then. Um, and I just think if we do let him go, have we got that solid defensive midfielder, the box-to-box -box midfielder that can do all the sort of the, the nitty-gritty work, all the nasty work, you know? Uh, um, I just don't think we have. And I think it, it would be a blow if we were to let him go and not replace him. And I don't think Arteta, I don't think Edu are that stupid. I, I do trust them. And I think if they were to give the green light for, for him to move on, then they've absolutely got someone lined up. But I wouldn't say Torreira goes and then Oar comes in. I just don't think that's a like-to-like -like replacement. Oar's more of an attacking midfielder, in my opinion, whereas Lucas Torreira is a bit more defensive-minded. And we can't rely on El Nenny and uh, Granite Xhaka to do that work. I think you'd have to replace him with someone like Thomas Partey because he's a box-to-box, -box, energetic, um, uh, defensive-minded player. So... Um, Look, Lucas Torreira, if we can get a good fee for him, as much as I, I you know, it, he's a player that I do like and I still think he's got a lot of potential when he's um, in terms of what he can give to this football club and the, the qualities that he has. I think he can be a very important player for us if he was to play, stay and, and keep fit. Um, but at the end of the day, if we can shift him out and then bring in someone like Thomas Partey, for example, then you've got to admit it's a massive upgrade. So, um yeah, I mean, I like Torreira. I think he's a great player. But, you know, I think what Arteta touched on it a, a few um, weeks or months back ago, didn't he? You know, saying that there will have to be some tough decisions made in this transfer window. And he'll probably be one of them, um, just like Emmy Martinez was. So, um, yeah, there's talk about a loan, but with an obligation to buy. I think Arsenal probably wouldn't totally be, get, be against the idea of that because there'd probably be a little bit of money up front. And then obviously... Um, He'd be going for some more money in the future. And then obviously it creates more room, doesn't it, to bring someone else in. So, um, 
I'll be all right with Torreira leaving, but only if we bring in a, a you know, um, like for like replacement for him, really, because I still think, obviously, when he has played and when he has been at his full fitness, he's been a very important player for us. Yeah, agreed. I, I feel like I, I'm. I actually want Lucas Torreira to go, not so much because. As an Arsenal fan, I don't like the guy. I think when he has played, he's always given 100%. There have been some fantastic performances. There have been some average ones as well. But there have been some really good stuff, uh, good signs from Lucas Torreira. But for me, I look at him and I see a player who is not going to fulfil his full potential here at Arsenal. I see a player who is maybe not suited to the Premier League, but was incredible in Italy. And I see a player who's homesick and who just wants to return... Mm. Um, back to somewhere where he feels more at home and more for Lucas Torreira's sake than anything else. I hope he gets his move back to Italy. He's clearly still got a very high stock over there. There are a number of Serie A clubs looking at him, which tells you that he is still very highly rated in those parts. So if it means that Lucas Torreira can get his career back on track after a move to Arsenal that just hasn't really worked out for anybody, let's be honest, then I'm okay with that. Let him go. We'll raise some funds in the meantime and we'll be able to get um, some of our transfer targets in. Fingers crossed. Mm. A big hello to everyone who is watching us in the live chat at the moment. There are over 400 of you watching us across the multiple platforms at present, which is incredible. Uh, big hello to Kevin Campbell, um, former Arsenal man, uh, legend, top guy. Uh, he says, we need a while party, Harry. No more playing. Let's get it done. I think every Arsenal fan would agree with you there, Kevin. Um, everybody wants to see Arsenal get those deals done. Now, we're not any closer to getting those deals done, uh, is is our information. However, we are very close to doing another deal, which involves a potential replacement for Emiliano Martinez. And that is Runar Alex Runarsson, uh, Icelandic goalkeeper, who I've got to be honest, prior to the last few days, I'd never heard of. Um, he plays his football in France with Dijon. And uh, Chris, I know that you have spoken to uh, an Icelandic pundit, was it? Um, mm. An Icelandic football expert who gave you a little bit of insight. So feel free to share that with us and uh, give us a bit of a sort of background to, to maybe why Arsenal want this guy. Yeah, that's right. I spoke to um, an Icelandic pundit last night and he's actually, uh, one thing I didn't mention at the time is, is that he's also a qualified goalkeeper coach. So he knows what he's talking about. Um, and uh, yeah, big shout out to Hoover for, for giving me the time um, at last night. Um, yeah, just like just like yourself, Harry, I didn't know too much about this guy um, before we were linked with him. Um, but uh, one thing I can tell you, speaking to Hoover last night, is that he's not going to come in and give um, Leno too much competition, just like Emi Martinez. I think he's purely coming in to be, you know, just your basic number two goalkeeper, your backup goalkeeper in case anything um, happens to Leno injury-wise or obviously for squad rotation as well in the cup games. Um, he over told me last night he's a very modern goalkeeper, calm, uh, very laid back, maybe too laid back uh, sometimes, which obviously is quite a concern. Um, and that shown when he played for Dijon last season, um, when he was playing uh, regularly, he was actually started off as the, the first choice goalkeeper for Dijon. But then he, he made quite a few mistakes um, and he was a bit sloppy. Um, hence why he's now number two and they've obviously got a, a first choice goalkeeper who's impressed since coming in to replace him as well. Um, 
Cuva did tell me last night that he did feel a bit sorry for Renarsson in that sense because overall he he hadn't done too badly and he was um, playing for a team fighting for relegation as well. So it's not just him to blame, it's sort of the whole team as well because they did struggle the last couple of seasons. So he's had a, a, a bit of a weak defence in front of, front of him as well, really. But um, uh, yeah, the posi- on the positive sides, um, he is... Um, very comfortable with his feet, uh, a good passer of the ball, which when you think about Arsenal's style of play, passing out from the back, um, etc., that is obviously um, a big benefit. And um, that makes sense as to why we've sort of um, identified him. Um, and he's also uh, got a good understanding and acknowledgement of the game as well. Um, one important thing to note is that obviously um, Inika Kanapavon, um, our current goalkeeper coach, has worked with him uh, before. Um, so, I mean, you put two and two together. I think this is pretty much how this move has come about. Um, Pavon's obviously recommended him to uh, Mikel and uh, probably Edu as well. And uh, they've probably uh, watched some clips of him, I think. Uh, and Aki's got uh, some YouTube clips on his own channel of the, the goalkeeper himself. So they've probably yeah, been checking that out. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, one thing Hugo said to me last night, he's not going to come in and be a world beater. Um, and, you know, we've got to be realistic. I'm not expecting massive things from him. Um, obviously, it's not an overly massive, exciting transfer. But um, we need a number two. And... Um, uh, you know, that's what he's going to be at the end of the day. Um, and hopefully, you know, he's still only 25 years old. Um, yeah. And he is highly rated in Iceland as well. So, um, you know, I trust our goalkeeper coach. I trust, obviously, Mikel and Edu. So they've obviously seen something and heard um, things that they're very impressed with. And, um, yeah, th- this one is, is very, very much edging closer now. Um, the, the deal's been agreed. His medical... Um, or medical, should I say, because there's going to be a two-part we're taking place today um, and over the next day or two. So, um, yeah, it seems to be as if it's going to be finalised very soon. But, you know, um, all in all, um, uh, from my conversation with Hugo last night, don't expect big things from him. He's not going to come in and be world-class. Um, he's purely just coming in to be a number two, um, just to be a bit of a, a backup option for us if we need him. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, he's like I said, he's, he's, got, he's good on his feet. Um, he does make some good saves now and again from the yeah. clips I've seen. Um, uh, but, yeah, he's just, he's just we've got to be realistic with this one, I it's think. Exactly, yeah. not, Listen, you pay for what you get, don't you? It's going to be yeah, absolutely. 1.8, 1. 1. 2 million, million pounds. Yeah, 2 yeah. million. That's it. Yeah. That's, that, that is exactly what it is. We're bringing the guy in uh, to fill a hole temporarily whilst Arsenal Arsenal clearly feel like they can afford to downgrade in second choice goalkeeper if it will mm. raise the, the money that we're getting from Martin exactly. it will earn us a profit of around about 15 million pounds now if that 15 million pounds is the difference between what Arsenal can afford and what Atletico want for Partey or what Leon mm. want for Awa then then you do it don't you and mm, and you worry about that position a little bit later on. So yeah, mm. I, I think it is, look, you pay for what you get. You know, you go, yeah. you go out, you buy a, a five pound pair of trainers. You think that they're not going to last as long as a hundred pound pair of trainers, for example. Yeah. So you just, you just accept it. You know, it's not, it's one that is um, very low risk. 
given the transfer fee. And, and we understand that that deal is very, very close to being completed. Now, he would have to be registered by midday tomorrow uh, if he was to feature. Uh, and that's Friday. Uh, for those of you listening to this later on the audio, he has to be registered with Arsenal and with the Premier League by Friday midday to have any chance of featuring against West Ham on Saturday. So that's something to look out for as well. Um, just a final sort of topic that we're going to touch on and then we'll come to some of your questions uh, is the uh, reports linking Sayer Kalasinac with a return to Germany. It's understood that early talks uh, are underway between Arsenal and Bayer Leverkusen. Now, it's very much my opinion that in moving Sayer Kalasinac on, it would be about getting him off the wage bill. We know that when Sayer Kalasinac came in, he was given a fairly lucrative contract due to the fact it was a free transfer, which usually tends to be the case as well. That's not something that only Arsenal do. It is very much a common practice now. Players on a on a free, you're going to have to bump up his wages to persuade him that yours is the right destination. Arsenal did that with Sayer Kalasinac. Now it looks like they want to move him on. Not expecting to get a major transfer fee for Kalasinac, but um, as I said, it will help the wage bill significantly. Just briefly, Chris, what, what are your thoughts mm. on Kalasinac? Is it clear now that he doesn't really have a future uh, at the club anymore? Yeah, I think it's becoming that way, isn't it, Harry? Um, <clears throat> I think he's, been, he's one of those players that has been question marks around for some um, quite some time now as well. Um, he's He's probably not probably not good enough now um to be honest harry and um you know obviously with tierney here um who's absolutely fantastic um and quickly becoming a fan favorite as well and obviously sack has extended his contract who obviously as we all know can play sort of as a left wing back as well um it, it would make sense to move him on and and raise some funds um, it's probably not going to be an awful a lot of money, uh, I wouldn't imagine. Um, I think it was like 10, 10 million euros was being mentioned earlier today. Um, don't even, so, yeah. I don't even think we'll get that. I don't even think we'll nah. get that. No, nah, I think obviously if, if if he's keen to go to back to Germany and like like you say, Leverkusen, I think Schalke are interested as well, like showing strong interest in him, then we've, I don't really see why we'd say no, to be honest. Yeah. It, it would just be a, a move that makes sense. And as we all know, Harry, we do need to be shifting players out um, to create more room. So, yeah, it makes sense for all parties involved, in my opinion. Absolutely. Right, before we take some of your questions, if you've got questions, put them in the live chat with the queue uh, at the beginning so I can pick those out. There are a couple on Twitter as well, which we're going to go to. But just going to quickly uh, share a message from our sponsors uh, who are manscaped.com. I'm sure uh, you guys have seen this over the last few days. So if you want your uh, body hair looking as trim and as neat as the Emirates Stadium pitch, then head over to <laughs> manscaped.com and uh, you can uh, enter our discount code, which you'll see rolling across the bottom of your screen now. Uh, it is Chronicles AFC in capital letters. Do that and you will receive a 20% discount plus free shipping. So you'll save yourself a fair chunk of money. Um, we're going to do an unboxing video um, to show you what it is that you get with this particular package that you're seeing on your screens now. The lawnmower 3.0. I've received mine. Um, I haven't used all of it yet. Um, I'll leave it at that, but we're going to be doing an unboxing video in the next few days so you guys can see exactly what it is. And, and if it is something you're interested in, make full uh, use of our discount because it is a really good discount. Uh, so that is that. Also, quick reminder, if you want to become 
a uh, patron of the podcast, which will uh, give you a variety of benefits. You can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. For just £3 a month, you'll receive access to exclusive content, priority on the fans show, priority when submitting questions for our experts such as Adrian Clark, and you'll get a gift after three months of membership. So uh, check that out if you haven't already. Have a look, see what you think. And if you fancy it, if you fancy supporting the podcast, uh, give it a click, sign up, and I'm sure uh, you will enjoy it. Right, let's pick out a a few questions. Um, Let's see what we've got here. Um, Let's go uh, to this one, Topher. Uh, I'm going to put this one to you, Chris. Uh, We'll take one each. It says, for the price of Thiago, why were Arsenal not linked to him? Happier with Awado. What's your take on that? Would you have liked to see Arsenal give Thiago a go? Absolutely. I mean, he's a very, very good player. Um, and Liverpool um, will be, well, Liverpool fans will be over the moon with that one. He's, he's been absolutely quality, hasn't he, for Bayern Munich? Um, why were we not linked with him? I, I guess it was just, we just, we just weren't interested. We we're looking elsewhere. And, you know, as we all know, it's been Thomas Party um uh from the very start and obviously then our wires name came out a little bit more as well so it just looks like that you know we've been looking elsewhere really um and uh obviously the options that we're looking at are a little bit younger as well so maybe they've taken that into consideration as well i think what is tiago 29 now early 30s nearly so yeah he's you know he's obviously still got a bit of time left but um we're probably just looking at some younger options now i would imagine yeah, agreed. Uh, our Senate Gunner says the outgoing suggests we want to be in a commanding position with the budget in hand. But do you think we will invest the approximate 100 million to bring both Awar and Partey? I'll take this one. I feel like um, I feel like signing both of those players is is totally dependent on who we're able to move out. Now, if we could raise the funds for one by moving people out. So we know Thomas Partey's uh, release clause is 50 million euros, around about 45, 46 million pounds. If we could raise that from sales, we've got 17 in already from Martinez. If we could get 20 in for Torreira, you know, that'd be very, very close to doing that. And, and, you know, add to that maybe four or five million for Socrates, perhaps one more. Genduzi, someone that we could potentially move out as well. Then I I think that given the sort of, uh, I guess the sort of confidence the club have shown in Mikel Arteta of late in the sense of, look, they've upgraded his position from a head coach to a first team manager, which tells you that they've been really impressed by him, which tells you that they trust in him, which suggests that they're going to give him more control. But in order to get to, for him to achieve what he wants to achieve, then you, you simply have to have to give him, yeah, you know, the tools that he needs. And that means backing him in the transfer market. I would love to see the Cronkies say, here you go, here's 50 million euros. Go and get the second one as well. And we'll worry about it later. Do Arsenal trust Mikel Arteta enough to make that kind of investment and and take a risk and a gamble on them sort of making that back and it being worthwhile? I think you should take that risk. Based on what I've seen from Mikel Arteta, I think the guy is absolutely the right man. And therefore... If it is at all possible, then Arsenal have to do it. They have to do it. Um, It would be so, so big. It would be such a lift. And to get those two players, as well as having kept Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, would be such a huge statement for this football club. And I'd love to see it happen. Um, 
Tawana says, uh, hello, guys. I just jumped on the stream. Don't know if you've mentioned it yet. We haven't. So don't worry. Um, Rumour has it. Arsenal are interested in Zaha uh, as low as £30 million with Nelson going the other way. What's your take, Chris? Um, I'm, I'm not surprised that the Zaha links are coming back again. But for me, he just wouldn't fit in at the moment. Um, I mean, obviously, like if um, uh, Nelson goes the other way as part of the deal, then it makes a bit more sense. But, you know, we, we've got quite a few wingers here at the moment, Harry. And um, Pepe didn't even start um, last weekend because obviously we've got, we've got Willian here now as well. Um, so uh, I, I, where would he fit in would be my question. Um, if we were short on, on numbers going forward and we needed some more wingers, then yeah, absolutely would make um, total sense. But yeah, I just don't see this one happening. I think our priorities are laying with, with um, midfield targets at the minute. Agreed. Agreed. Um, just uh, going to pick up uh, one more, um, but I just want to give you guys a quick reminder as well, because there's, 793 of you watching us on youtube now alone but we haven't even got 100 likes yet guys come on we've got 98 so smash that like button let's get up to 200 likes at least um in the next sort of few minutes before we lock off the stream really really appreciate your support we're on the road to 9,000 subscribers as well so if you're new to the channel subscribe um, we'll be bringing you daily content going forward as we have been doing for the last few weeks and it's been received brilliantly so thank you and i can there's lots of familiar names in the chat as well so uh keep coming back um keep liking keep subscribing it is very much appreciated um let's pick up one more one more question just before we lock off and i know it's a slightly shorter stream today guys um but that is uh, due to work commitments. So I apologise. I promise I'll throw in an extra stream this week somewhere along the line to make it up. Uh, Chris, uh, Jay Bowling says, I think I think he thinks your name's Adrian because <laughs> I mentioned Adrian Clark. <laughs> um, how would you get how would you get Nicolas Pepe to live up to his potential? Um, well, uh, I just think he needs to keep um, playing games, to be honest, Harry. I mean, Obviously, it was a slow start for him last season when he joined. Um, but we could always see the potential that he had, even though he wasn't at, obviously up to his full potential. And I think sort of towards the end of the season, we, we began to see more and more from him. And I think maybe it just took a bit of time to him to, uh, for him to adjust to the league, for him to adjust to the team. Um, you know, it was not last season was not an ideal season for the squad at all, um, especially if you're a new player coming in. Um, so I think, you know, now he's settled in a bit. Now we've got, um, obviously, a good structure in place off the pitch as well um, and a very, very good manager in charge. We'll start to see the real Nicolas Pepe now um, and hopefully he can sort of carry on from where he left off um, last season. Um, so I just think he needs some game time, um, get back into the, the, the swing of things and I think we'll, we'll start seeing a, a very, very good um, Nicolas Pepe, the one that we saw for Lille um, a couple of seasons ago. And obviously, you know, we all know going forward, we're a real, real strong force. Um, and I can see him uh, really fitting in there um, even better this season. So just some game time. I'm sure he's been working hard on the pitch and Mikel's keeping a close eye on him. Um, and yeah, he just, just needs a bit of confidence. And I think obviously that will come with game time. That will come as you get more minutes and you get some more invo involvement with goals and stuff. So yeah, I think hopefully we can see a bit more of him soon and uh, we'll see a really, really solid player. Fingers crossed. 
fingers crossed. We want to see him push on. Fingers I think crossed. we saw, I think we saw glimpses last season of it at times, but we didn't see it consistently mm. enough. So fingers crossed, we see mm. uh, Nicolas Pepe push on as well as a number of other players. Right, that brings us to the end of today's transfer update. Again, apologies that it's a slightly shorter one today, uh, but we'll bring you in an extra big one tomorrow um, when we look ahead to the West Ham game as well. Uh, So we'll make up for that then. If you haven't already, smash the like button. Um, It is... uh, very very much appreciated uh do it and uh you know if you get us up to 250 likes then maybe uh we'll make a donation towards the thomas Partey fund there you go uh fingers crossed <laughs> anyway thank you guys for tuning in my thanks to chris chris how can people find you on twitter not like they're not following you already the whole bloody world follows you <laughs> yeah no cheers harry yeah thanks for having me on again um they can follow me at c davison underscore afc providing all the fans the latest news and information as it comes out so yeah brilliant stuff do give chris a follow follow the podcast at chronicles underscore afc and we'll be back tomorrow with another live stream where we'll be talking transfers and looking ahead to arsenal's uh, game against west ham on saturday evening until then take care stay safe